What's up, Bob Munchers? Welcome to episode 28 of the Iron Butler podcast. Let's all take a second to just say, what about that weather? Let's appreciate that sunshine we're getting here in Northern Ireland. That doesn't happen too often. I want weather like that all the time. Even at night time, I don't care. I'll sleep through it. If I could control the weather, if I was like a magical genie or like some sort of wizard... I would just use my powers. This is how I use them. See the way I'm doing it on the video? I'm just using... This is how you control the weather. And I would make it sunshine all the time. Makes me happy. I don't get people that are like, Oh, it's too warm. I don't like the sun. I wish it was cloudy again. You people are Nazis. Maybe not. That's a bit far and extreme. But, you know, the sentiment's still there. Just going to mute my computer there because I don't want no sound. Happening to want any interruptions. In fact, let's put the old phone on airplane mode. Uh, We're back to our normal setting, guys. We're back in my bedroom. Last week, we took a little day trip out. We went to Dublin. I actually enjoyed doing that. We'll probably do that again if I'm ever driving alone to Dublin or further afield and have a gig going on, maybe to Derry or something like that. Who knows? All I know is uh, it was good to do something different. And yeah, it's good to be back too. Da-da-da-da, yeah. Hope you've all had a good week. I had a really good week. We'll talk about some stuff on today's podcast. I've got some questions to answer from you guys. And that, it like, it surprises me. It surprises me that people do listen to this. And I forget about it. Like, part of me just puts this on the internet and then just forgets about it. I don't, I don't even think people really listen to it. Then I get a quick reminder that, oh, there are people listening to this that aren't my mom and me. Uh, I go to my dance class this Monday night. Guys, you know, I'm quite the athlete. I'm quite light on my feet. I'm quite buoyant. I'm quite explosive. Uh, I'm a lot of different things. And that's why on a Monday night, I go to dance class. You know, it's almost like, it's almost like a bit of a charity thing too, right? Because, you know, the dance class doesn't have any guys in it. And I feel sorry for the girls. So what I do is... I go to the dance class so just so they can have a little just a little something to look at okay just a little just a little glimpse just a little just a little look at what a guy looks like sorry what a man looks like when he's dancing all right I just like to give them just it's like a Monday night treat okay just give them a little little look now I go to my dance class this Monday as per usual it's all good I'm standing about just waiting to go and one of the girls in the class, who I don't know, uh, comes up to me and says, My boyfriend wanted me to tell you, what's up, Bob Munchers? Now, I'm glad that's what she said. Because some, when someone comes up and says, my boyfriend wanted me to tell you, it can end badly. Like, that could have been, my boyfriend wanted me to tell you, he's going to knock your fuck in soon for looking at me. And I would have been like, ah, bollocks, I wasn't looking at you, but I can't was. Uh, but luckily enough... She was like, oh, my boyfriend listens to your podcast. And I was like, really? He does? So I got to give a shout out this week. His name's Daniel. Daniel, I don't know nothing about you. All I know is apparently you listen to the podcast. Slide into my DMs and say hello if you do. Uh, And his girlfriend was called Jennifer. Uh, And what I'll say is, Daniel, good for you. You know, that's a good girl you got in your hands there. Uh, I would just say, be careful letting her go to the dance class because you you know Daniel you know I am like a young tan sterile Patrick Swayze that is what that's essentially 
what I am and you know you're really taking your relation you must have a lot of good trust in your relationship just letting her go to that dance class because I'm sure Jennifer will tell you Daniel my hips are very loose like I, I just I can't control them you know that's just the way they are you know it's just it's just a part of my life uh so yeah shout out to the people who listen to the podcast it is always a shock it is always interesting it's always fascinating when you hear of people that listen to this that you are in no way connected to uh but yeah that was fun did my dance class on monday night and now it's a beautiful sunny day this this sort of weather reminds me of sports day remember sports day in schools how weird was sports day I don't know if anyone else had a weird sports day, but I feel like I did. There was there was different sports days. You had sports day in primary school, and then you went to secondary school, and sports day got a little bit more competitive, and a little bit more, like, you started to see who the, like, sporty people were in the class when you did a sports day. Like, in primary school, you're just fucking throwing beanbags at each other and trying to hit each other in the head. No one really cares. You know what I mean? Everyone gets a medal. Oh, yeah, you know, you, you showed up today. You get a medal. You're like, yay, athlete. Uh, you're seven years old, not knowing what the fuck's going on. You're just like, can I go watch Teletubbies right now, please? I'm sick of being outside. Uh, so, but then you went to secondary school, and then it got a little bit more heated. And what I remember is, I actually never took part in sports day. I think I took part in the first year, second year of it. And then, my school were like, you can either go to sports day, or you can have a day off. And I was like, well, now that you've presented me with two options, I'm well aware of which one I'm going to take. I'm taking the day off, clearly. You know what I mean? My academic brain, (laughs) academic, academic brain needs some rest. That's all it is. It just needs some rest. Like I'm brainy dude. You know what I mean? All this intelligence I'm using in the class. In fact, I couldn't do sports day because my back was killing me every single year. My back was killing me from carrying that school's grade level up to a certain level. You know, that didn't go as fluid as I wanted it to sound, but I think you guys know what I was trying to say. I was trying to say, too smart, too smart, too too intuitive. I just, you know, you give me a choice between a day off or a day at school, even though I'm just not doing anything, I'm going to take the day off. Simple as. Uh, Plus... I don't know. Sports day would sometimes bring out the worst in people, wouldn't it? Like boys trying to fucking get in fights and all. I went to an all-boys school. Uh, and that's why I didn't take part in, in sports day. If I if it was a mixed school, I would have took part in all the girls' events. You know what I mean? Just because that's the only chance I really have of winning. I got this Fitbit uh, for my birthday recently. And when I was in dance class the other night... Uh, it did this weird thing where it said, stop or you will die. Now, I didn't know Fitbits could do that until my heart rate got to about 140, 150. And there was a, a lot of sweat coming off my face. And I was looking at my watch being, or my Fitbit being like, oh, this this can't be good. Uh, now, I have survived. But let me tell you, if you want to, if you want to really push yourself, you want to really test your your uh your your motivation you want to test your abilities you want to test your inner strength go to your dance class see how you get on go to dance cardio on a monday night in mollusk with your man butler here 
I'll you'll get to watch me dance. You'll get to see me near die. You know, it's kind of if if you like me, it's good. If you don't like me, it's even better. You get to see me in a lot of pain. Uh, but all in all, I survived in the end, of course. You know, there's someone up in the sky looking after me. It's not God, because I don't believe in God, but maybe it's like some sort of sentient alien uh, creature type thing that just just watches over me. I'm not too sure. Uh, but, yeah, like, it was it was pretty rough going. Like, What's weird is when you're the only guy in a dance class, there's like an added pressure of like, Oh, I don't want to look like a dickhead in front of all these girls. Then you start doing the dance moves and it's like, well, no matter what I do here, I'm going to look like a dickhead in front of all these girls. So I might as well just embrace it. Like the <laughs> the teacher who takes it, Ern, great girl, great girl. But uh, her moves are, are, you know, just a little bit on the feminine side. But I see it as a challenge. I'm like, can I move my body in that way? You know what I mean? Even though it looks very female, could I still do it? Can I still pull it off? It's a challenge for me more than anything. I just embrace it. So I do. I do all the the moves and stuff, and then and that's it. So if you want, to, guys, if you want to suck up your manhood, you want to see who the real boys are from the men. <laughs> just go to the dance class, and you'll find me there in a tutu uh but yeah sports day that's what i was talking about sports day remember they used to make the the parents do a bit of a sports day too in primary school and then everyone's parents would be competing against each other and then kids would start fighting my dad's gonna beat your dad in a race like no he's not like oh he is your dad only has one leg and fuck up don't say it and then you're like why are you saying fuck up you're in primary school like i don't know because i'm 40 i've been doing this for years i keep getting held back i it's like I don't know. Uh, but I remember that. I remember there was a lot of stuff with beanbags involved. I don't know if that was because we couldn't afford, like, balls or whatever. There was, there was beanbags. There was paddles. Uh, there was an egg and spoon race, I believe, at some point. Uh, egg dropped on the floor. Or, no, we, we had an egg and spoon race in the grass. And the rule was, as long as your egg didn't break when it dropped, you could lift it up again, put it in the spoon, and keep running. You know, a bit of a weird one, if you ask me. Uh, but whatever. I have the great distinction of never winning anything at sports day. There you go. I don't even believe I've came second in anything. Or third. And the worst thing about that is there was only three people in my class. So, you know, I don't know where the other medal went. I think one kid actually won two medals in the same race. He lapped me. That's what happened. He lapped me. And he got second place and first place. What can you do? Uh, I'll get them next year. Well, I'll not because I'm 30 now. So sports day is no longer a thing for me. But a guy can dream. Maybe that's something I'll do this summer. I'll go back to a local school. I'll, I'll sh- like, of course, guys, I can't believe I haven't addressed this yet. Uh, some of you may be watching the video thinking, who's this little wet looking freak on the video? Where's Arn? Uh... I shaved my beard this week. Okay, it's gone. It's gone. Uh, I'll grow it back because I, I don't like to stay clean shaven for too long. But every now and then, I just get a notion. And I think, I just want to be clean shaven. I just don't want to have to feel anything on my face for a, a few days. And so I took the notion and I shaved it off. Now, 
what happens when you shave it off? You instantly regret it. Well, not instantly. You come out, you dry your face, you're like, oh, this feels good. This feels good not having nothing on my skin. You sit down, you get dressed, you get dried off, whatever. Then you just look at, you sit in your bed and you just look in reflection. You go, oh, I look stinking. Oh, I look so weird and young and weird and young. Uh, but fuck it, like, like the worst thing is whenever you shave your beard, you get people who go, oh, do you shave your beard? That doesn't look as nice. You're like, hey, hey, you don't need to say that. You don't need to tell me how stinking looking I am. You don't need to be like, you look terrible without a beard. Like, it's my face. If I want to shave, if I want to fucking shave lines in my face, if I want to shave a dick in my face, it's my face. But of course, people like to pass comment. Like, you don't see me going up to girls with no makeup on and being like, you'd look way better with makeup on. Because that would be evil. But no, people can come up to me and go, oh, you'd look weird without your beard. Thanks. Thanks for that. So before you say anything, just take my feelings into consideration. Now, luckily, I'm a thick-skinned guy. Luckily, I'm also quite built. Get a look at that arm. All right, that's all you're getting. So I can. Def- what I'm saying is I can defend myself in any situation where someone might want to talk to me about not having this beard. Someone tries to jump on me, I'd be like, ha! And just karate chop them for... Because it, it, I'm, I, I do what I want to do, guys. All right, I'm a grown-ass man. I'm 30 years old. If I've decided, hey... It's time to whack this beard off. And it's time to whack it off. Don't clip that little clip and make it sound rude. You know what I'm trying to say. But I'll grow it back now. Like next week you'll see a bit of the beard come back. A bit of lights. It's summertime, guys. How can you have a beard not hate? Know what I mean? Sure you'd be fucking dying. Be dying not hate with a beard. So, I mean, I don't really have a full beard anyway. It's always just more overgrown stubble. But now it's just really clean. For now. That will change. That will absolutely change. Uh, but yeah, apart from that, everything's all good. Uh, a lot of people talking about Game of Thrones. You'll be glad to hear I can't spoil anything because I don't watch it. I can feel people's frustration listening to me right now. Going, what, like uh, It's always the same thing. What do you mean you don't watch Game of Thrones? Well, what I mean by that is I don't watch it. You know, I don't understand. What do you mean? Like, that's what I mean. Uh, I, und- I Like, I get it. Like, I'm missing out. I know. I know I'm missing out. And I'm still going to continue to miss out. Because it, I'm, I feel like I'm that far deep into not watching Game of Thrones that I can't watch Game of Thrones. Because I'd have to start from the start. And there's about a bajillion seasons. And they're all an hour long episodes. And I'd have to fucking clear a load of time and schedule and then if I do get into it I'll not get anything done because all I want to do is finish Game of Thrones so it's best choice in my life not to watch Game of Thrones there you go uh so yeah basically what I'm trying to say is uh I am missing out I see there's a lot of memes floating about a lot of Game of Thrones memes I would love to know what they mean but I can't I'm not involved in the conversation it's not my my area of expertise. Okay, now if it was like Avengers stuff, Marvel stuff, count me in. All right, tag me in. Boom. I'm all about that. But I'm not about any of the Game of Thrones stuff. It's just not my groove, not my style. Uh, let's talk about some gigs, will we? 
let's talk about some gigs. I had a gig last week in Stram Miller's Bull Club uh, on Friday night. Just got off a plane from London, drove to the gig. On the way driving to the gig, I get a flat tire. I think, oh, well, this is fucking perfect. Just off a plane, absolutely tired. Have to change a tire, have to go do a gig. Everything's going wrong. I change the tire, takes me like 25 minutes in the middle of the road. Fucking, do you know, ah, we need a better system for changing your own tire. I have that fucking little thing where you slide underneath the car and then you have to manually screw it up and it takes like 15 minutes to screw the thing up. Then you have to undo all the bolts, do it yourself, and then you're fucking filthy by the end of it. I show up to the gig, my hands are like fucking, look like I've been playing in cold all day. Gotta go to the toilet, the gig, blow it. Oh God, it was just a nightmare. Either way, we go there. I say we, the people who was on that night, it was me, Shane, Dave, Patty McDonald was the MC. It was at Stram Mills Boat Club. I think it was the first ever time they were having this gig. There's about 75 people there. Uh, and it's quite a weird layout because I can't explain it to you, but just all you got to know is that it was a weird layout. Uh, people on like a different level and then people who were on like a ground level with you were like far away from you and there was just this big gap in the middle. A little bit strange. Either way, Either way, we go to the boat club gig. Dave does a set he does well. I do my set. And the first, like, three or four jokes, killing. Like, getting such a good response. Like, getting a loud laugh. I got, like, an applause on my first joke. Whenever you get an applause on your first joke, you know you're on to a good bit of a roll. Then, for some reason, I got carried away and made fun of a group of old people at the front table. Now, when I say made fun of, like, I wasn't cruel. I didn't say stuff like, oh, you're old as fuck. What I said was, I finished a joke, and then they all looked at me, and I was like, don't worry, girls. We'll get you home. We'll get you back to the home before 12. And as soon as I said that, the the <laughs> the, the vibe in the room just went, it's just like, and the laughter is over. And from then on, the gig was just a bit of a struggle. I had to really pull it back. Now, I didn't do badly because I still finished the gig, still got, you know, a good bit of a laugh and then got off again and whatever. But there was just that, if I could change anything about a gig, it was just that one moment, that one little joke where I said, let's get you girls back to the home. That shouldn't have been said because then the vibe would have it would have just not changed the way it is. But that's what we do. We learn these things. This is what it's all about, just a whole learning experience. We did that gig. Uh, and then we did Dublin gig last week. I think I already talked about that. Dublin gig was good. I've got offered two more slots down in Dublin later on in the year. So that's good. Means I can keep working and developing material that I'm that I'm working on. I think I've got about 15 20 minutes, which is good. That's like a third that's like a third of a, a whole show, which is pretty cool. Now I just need to get the other two thirds, which is going to take another year or so to, to get that together. But it's all coming together. Uh, and then I'm gigging this Thursday. So if you're watching this, it's probably the day before. This Thursday, I'll be at, or tonight actually, because by the time this goes online, I'll be at Pug Ugly's Comedy Club with, listen to this. Dave Elliott, MCN, our good man Dave, our good friend Dave, and our other good friend, the Todd Father, the Money Toad, the Crones King, Shane Todd. So you get me, you get Dave Elliott, you get Shane Todd for a 
Fiverr, I think it is, at Pug Uglies on Thursday night. Look, I know you're not doing anything this Thursday night. The weather's nice, you know, you've no plans. Now, the weather's not going to be nice at like 8, 9 o'clock, and that's when we're going to be playing. 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Come on in Pug Uglies, 9 o'clock. Get to see me. I'm doing uh, about 15 minutes. You know, that's probably the longest I've done since I've been back. I'm doing that. Uh, Shane's doing a headline set. Don't know who the open spot is. But either way, you get to see the three boys, the triple threat trio, doing their thing. Okay? So get down to that. The next gig after that is at the Urgale on the 31st of May. Again, big shout out to Paddy McDonald who is letting me do an open spot at that gig and who also let me do an open spot at uh, the Strandmills Boat Club. I appreciate that, Paddy. So, what I'm saying is, there's there's chances to see me. I'm in Belfast the next two gigs. What are you doing? You come to see me? Because you should be. You want to see the butt muncher live? You want to see these hips live? You know what you got to do. You know what you got to do. I was working in London, and let's reverse that. I was working in London last week with my good friend David Mead. We were filming some event stuff and some uh, some testimonial work for him. Uh, I do enjoy traveling and, and uh, filming in different places, although the early morning starts are a killer for me. I'm not a good early morning guy. Like, I'm good, like 9, 10 o'clock, I'm good. You know what I mean? I can get up at that time, no problem. When it's like a five, six start, uh, then I'm not I'm not a functioning guy. You know, I'm standing in the airport seven in the morning in Belfast, just zombied out. Just just I've no chat to give to anybody. I feel so shit because I was with uh one of David's uh staff, Kelly, who's a lovely person. And I would love to just have a, a fun wee chat with Kelly in the airport, but I'm like this in the airport. And poor Kelly is basically looking after me. She's she's inherited a 30-year-old son, even though she's only 37. Tough luck, Kelly. Now, what I will say is, by like the afternoon time, I'm perked up, I'm good, I'm warmed up, I'm awake again, everything's all good. I've had a wee nap on the plane. We're sweet. Uh, I've got quite good at napping on planes, now I've discovered. Now, I can't do like a full sleep, but I can rest my eyes, put my headphones in, and just do this. And I make that noise too when I'm on the airplane. <laughs> Wake up, no one's sitting near me. I'm like, where'd everyone go? <laughs> so, yeah, either way, we get, a, we get a bit of a nap on the airplane. And then we get a nice little feed. We get some nice food. Food food keeps me going, sleep keeps me going. A nice little drink keeps me going. And we're all good. We finish up our film and go back to the hotel. Chill for a bit. Then we go out for a little dinner in the evening. Uh, wake up the next day early again. Shoot again the next day. Straight home again. So I was only there for a day. And the weird thing about that is you can't really settle. It's like, go, 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 go. You got your cases all... all the, I, like, I had to drag around my case around London. It was... A, it was I got a lot of steps in that day, in the old Fitbit thing. I got like 20,000 steps in. That was carrying weight, so that counts as more steps in my book, uh, which means I could eat extra calories, which is what I did. Because I'm on my holidays, so I wouldn't have fucked six, sure you know yourself. Um, <laughs> so the only shit thing about it was the weather wasn't like this in London. It was rainy. You know what I mean? There's nothing that'll depress you more than walking around rainy London with two big fucking suitcases, one on your back, and you're just like, ugh. This is not fun, but 
if the wire was out, and then again, maybe it's better because the wires like that, I would have been sweating buckets, and that wouldn't have been too fun either. So, but I do love London. I have to say, I'm starting to really, London's starting to really grow on me. Do you know what I love about it? How easy it is to get about everywhere. Like, that tube station is one of the best inventions ever. How it exists and how how it is, like, it just blows my mind. It's so big, it's fucking everywhere. You get a tube station there. It's just, London is quite cool. You can just spend days getting off different stations in London and seeing new wee different parts of it and never getting bored. Like, there's just so many photogenic places that you probably haven't even seen. All these wee tiny villages and cities and little places that people live. And it's like, it's just a very interesting place to be, I find. Uh, so I got to do there. I have no other foreign shoots coming up soon enough. I'm in Italy next week, so I'll have to get a podcast out before then. Uh, and then I have no other real holidays. I might be going to Vietnam for a shoot in August or July time. Don't really know what's happening with that, but we'll see what happens. I may or may not. Don't want to count my chickens before they've hatched. I don't know if that's a saying, but I've just made it up. Uh, it sounds like something I've heard before. Then I'm in Orlando in September, and I'm excited for that one. I love Orlando. Might not come back. Hey, what about that? That's how my life's going at the minute. Just might stay out there for the foreseeable future. Get a job selling timeshares to people. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, and do you know what we have to do? Because we didn't do it last week. Questions. We got a few questions last week. So let's answer those questions. I did save them. Let me see where they are. I should have this prepared, but as always, I don't. I don't. All right, let's see. Here we go. Starting with the main man himself, the guy who always asks the questions, the number one fan, Arnold Kyle. Arnold asked this week, very controversial question, Iron Man or Captain America? Damn. Here's the thing, in what context? Like to go on a date with? To to go to sports day with? To have lunch with? Uh, I don't really know the context of the question. Uh, are you asking me who my favorite is? Uh, that's, a t- that's like trying to choose your favorite child. It really is. Before Infinity War, I would have said Iron Man. Or no, before Infinity War, I would have said, oh God, I don't know. I know, that's a tough one. I'm probably going to say, I'm going to say Iron Man. Because even though in the start, he's quite cocky, quite arrogant, quite a showboater. When his story finishes, he makes the best, most unselfish act of any Avenger in the that there has been. So I'll choose him because he was the most... He, he had the biggest sacrifice out of everyone. There you go. And that's tr- me trying not to spoil Avengers Endgame. Uh... Kit Ann Robinson asks, why are you orange in that video? Called a filter, Kit. All right. Now, I am going to be out today getting a bit of a sweet glow about me, a bit of a, a bit of a tan about me. But aside from that, I'm not orange. All right. I'm not a fucking, not Oompa Loompa. I'm just a little bit swarthy at the minute. I'm a little bit of a tanned guy and that's okay. And that's okay. Megan Paul, shout out to Megan. She was in Paris of Penzance with me. How are you coping with your international fame and stardom? <laughs> in the words of Liberace, 
very well, thanks. Now, if you don't get that reference, that's your fault. That's not my fault. It's from the movie Behind the Candelabra, as made famous by the Boytown podcast, and is also made famous by my Liberace impression. Good morning. (laughs) Again, you may not get that if you haven't seen the movie, but let me assure you, it's very funny. And that's also a stolen joke from David Mead. So there you go, you got two for one funny jokes right there. My Adonis. I'm just going to do Liberace impressions now. Wonderful. That's it. That's me. That's done. I'm done with the Liberace impressions. Ah, uh, new fame and stardom. Uh, I don't know if I'd call it that, Megan. I feel like there's, through, throughout my last 10 to 15 years or whatever, how long I've been doing all the social media bullshit and all the video stuff and all the YouTube and the, the things, there's never really been a moment where I've been like, in fact, there has. There's been a few moments where I, I've took a step back and I've been like, that was pretty cool. Like, we did something something that not a lot of people will ever get to do, right? Whether that be being on stage at the Ulster Hall, whether that be performing at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, whether that be making a viral video that gets seen by people in Broadway and West End, whether that be making a video that uh, gets a load of media attention for the right and wrong reasons about trying to find a job, whether that be making a video about the places of Northern Ireland, Newton, Nardzanta, Rumbali, Clarmoyera, Bifasa, Nisbernuri, still got it, by the way, still haven't forgot it, that is engraved in my brain forever, I'll be on my deathbed like, Newton, Nardzanta, Rumbali, Clarmoyera, the, uh, like an old man, like an old Captain America, uh, but yeah, New fame and stardom. It's funny because there's people who didn't know me before. Like, there's people who only knew me, like, the last sort of five, six years, who didn't know what I did before I was, like, a, a corporate videographer guy. You know, I, I did do stand-up. I did do shows. I did make more videos online. Then kind of had to take a break away from that because I, I was skint and I wasn't getting any dole money. And... Uh, not that, like, I'm saying that, like, those pesky dole people, you know, I shouldn't have been getting dole money, I was, uh, you know, I was leeching off the government, so I had to make money, and the only way I could do that was by getting a video camera and shooting videos for people for, uh, pennies, uh, and now here we are, still sort of doing that, only on a bit of a better level, I have a bit more balance now, I pick and choose stuff, I'm not too concerned at the end of the day, if it ever comes to it and I ever have to just stop doing video stuff for corporate clients because I've did quite a service of it, uh, I don't know what I would do. But I don't worry about it. Life's going to be what life's going to be. You just got to ride the wave. How's that for an inspirational quote? Ta-da! You get it all on the Arm Butler podcast. You get laughter. You get romance. You get good times, bad times. You get inspirational quotes. You get a little 30-year-old rent boy that lives with his parents. It's all good. Megan, I hope that answered your question. Uh, how am I coping? Very well, thanks. There you go. Uh, Kian Fitz, 23. Do you miss making Naughty Shore? Uh, yeah. Yeah, of course, but I don't miss it because it was Naughty Shore. I think what I miss is making stuff with the the group of people we were making it with. And I, I, I like making videos always, you know. Uh, that's that's what I do in life. Uh, whether that be with, you know, my friend Dave, whether that be with Shane Todd, whether that be with uh, the FNT group that I used to make videos with. 
it's always fun. It's always enjoyable. You get a good, you get a, a group of friends. You get close with. You make videos together. You have fun together. You bounce ideas off each other. Uh, it's a creative outlet, and uh, I do enjoy it. And you know, this is gonna sound weird too. I enjoy making my own videos, videos by myself. I've been thinking of doing a series of different videos. You can tell me if this is a good idea or not. If you're still listening, but I wanted to do more content that was just stuff that I was curious about different questions I had different and maybe I call it something like figuring stuff out or figuring out blank or iron figures out blank uh and it could be something like iron figures out brexit because I have no idea what that's fucking about be like iron figures out why is there so many pizza places in northern Ireland because again I don't know what that's about uh it could be figuring out why Irish sports aren't more popular and it's more it's kind of documentary but it's not really it's more just internet video uh, shooting on a whim, everything's not perfect, it's just kind of, you know, it, it, it's more snappy, uh, and it's informative too, it's just fun, I, these are the type of videos I've been thinking about making recently, but it's getting the time to do those videos, time is not on my side ever, from what it seems like, I'm sure it will whenever uh, everyone sacks me, because I'm doing a shit job, but that's just what I was thinking about recently, different video ideas I could make. Uh, Heather Turkington, longtime friend, asks, where do you get your wigs? Now, Heather, is that an ins? Are you trying to insult me? Are you trying to say that my hair isn't real? Like, this is all real, baby. Now, albeit, I've probably only got another two or three years with it, in which case I will buy a wig on eBay, go to B&Q, get some No More Nails glue, spread that thing on and just stick it to my head. And that's going to be a disaster, you know? But how dare you is what I'm saying. Don't wear wigs. Wigs aren't my style, baby doll. Uh, I'm more of an own natural type of guy. So, yeah, that's all the questions. Hey, thanks for sending those questions in, by the way. Because those are always good to, to go through. I appreciate the input and the audience at interaction that we get to have. It's always good to connect with people. The small people of the Iron Butt Muncher Army. Uh, the ABA, as we're going to call it. Uh, I'll leave you on this story that uh, made me made me laugh a lot this week, and I might tell it on stage. Uh, so if you see it on stage, just laugh at it, because pretend you never heard it before is what I'm saying. Uh, for, at the weekend there, me and my dad and my friend Ryan and my Uncle Jared went to uh, a local bar in West Belfast, McEnany's, and Ryan doesn't really drink in their day and my dad said to Ryan, what do you want to drink? And Ryan looks at him and goes, can I have a sparkling water? And Ryan was being very serious, by the way. And keep in mind, we're in a bar in West Belfast, and my dad is like a bouncer for most of these bars. So he has quite a reputation. And Ryan asked my dad, can I have a sparkling water? My dad, <laughs> the face on my dad when Ryan asked for a sparkling water, you would think he just pissed on him. You'd think he whipped his dick out right there and just pissed on my dad's leg with the look that was on my dad's face. And, of course, my dad said this right back to Ryan. He goes, you're not getting a fucking sparkling water in a bar. <laughs> I'm like, why did you ask him if you're not going to give him what he asked for? And then my dad just goes, you're getting a real man's fucking drink. You're getting a diluted orange. Now, how is that any better or different from a sparkling water? I'm not sure. And that was the highlight of my week, guys. 
I'm going to go get things done now. I have a lot of work to do. But apart from that, thanks for asking all the questions. I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Have a good week, everybody. Bop Munchers for life. I'm out.